Hello and welcome to the Betsy Boss Podcast. We are back from a very short holiday sabbatical and we couldn't be more excited than to welcome the incredible host of Watch Out Philly, the Instagram page that warns Philadelphia's females, women of all different kinds of dangerous, potentially harmful people in the area. I think you guys are going to really love this. This is a new thing for us. And we are so excited to hear more about Watch Out Philly and its owner and all of her aspirations for the page and for life outside the page as well. So let's welcome her to the podcast. I found your account actually when, so I live in Philly, my sister lives in Philly. Um, and one of the friends that she follows had posted something about the Stephen Diddy case. Yep. And I was just going through because her post had a ton of comments and that's how I found your account. And yeah. so I started following and then I've just seen your account just like blow up since then. So, yeah. so I started this, it looks like I'm pretty sure I started on, on uh, November 20, 23rd. And uh, honestly, I started it out of rage. Um, so I, you know, I, I too saw all of, you know, posts describing like the suspect and like, where he stopped women and um, had like gotten in their faces or followed them and said inappropriate things to them. And then I saw the footage of him actually like approaching women. And on the same street corner, the woman with the dog, like two other women like walked around. And then I too saw, um, it was I think a blogger in Old City who, you know, posted it, who had a good following. And then I also saw it um, being described in, um, the different neighborhood Facebook pages. And then I also saw it in um, nextdoor.com in those Facebook pages. And then I realized that all of the comments were by different people that probably didn't know about each other because those pages are limited to just the neighborhoods. So there's all these women who had been negatively affected by this same man who didn't know about anybody else. And so I got really, really mad and I texted my friend and I said, hey, I'm thinking about starting an Instagram page. I'm like, I think I'm just gonna call it Watch Out Philly mm -hmm. because we really need to warn each other about these men and the incidents that other women have experienced. Yeah. Just so can be on the lookout if anything. Yeah. Because you know, someone gets in your face, it's like, we need to call the cops. They're gonna be like, well, what are we gonna do right. about it? Right. Right. And but that doesn't make it right, right? So if a guy does that, or anyone really does that to, you know, five, 10, 20, 50 people, like there, that's not nothing. So like right. something has to be done. Yep. And my friend goes, sure, I'll follow that page if you create it. I was like, cool. So I created it. Um, I was like, I had previously gone for a run and taken a picture of the Philly skyline. So I was like, okay, cool, gonna use that. Oh Love yeah, it. so that's your, your profile page. Okay, nice, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't even know. Like, I should have a logo. <laughs> it needs to be yeah. Philly, so something. <laughs> yeah, right. And so I, um, you know, so I basically created the page, and then um, I kind of like described it. It was like, you know, a place for women to, you know, warn each other about, you know, people, you know, dangerous people, potentially dangerous people on the street. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of all started with the Steve Diddy thing. So I started resharing that story. Yep. And I started commenting on the different pages where I, I was already part of the group. Um, and I started just saying, hey, we started this new page, you know, Instagram, please follow, please follow. And then there was um, uh, a woman who had been attacked by 
uh, Steve Diddy, or he actually, she wasn't textured, she was stalked by him. Right. Um, and so she, totally fine, right? She loved that. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. And she had taken screenshots of the one Facebook page that was about Rittenhouse and I live in South Philly. So of course I couldn't see that. Right. And she blocked out everyone's names, right? For Good. Yeah. Being anonymous. And so she blocked out everyone's names and I just started posting it. And then all the DMs started coming in. And then um, as part of um, the, the original submitter or, you know, whoever had posted it in Old City, you know, we had the name of the officer who was investigating. So we just started pushing that out and saying, you know, if you have been negatively, had yep. a negative. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, go, please go ahead and contact him because the, you know, it, it just, it, I didn't realize, like, I, I knew that there were, you know, bad people in the street, right? It's right. Like, right. I didn't realize, like, none of these women realized that they weren't the only one. Right. Like, comment I got, it goes, oh my God, I thought I was the only one. Like, I must have gotten 10 or 15 comments about that. I bet. God. Yeah. 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 So then I just started reposting. So I was like, okay, well, other people need to see that these people are submitting so that we can get more people to feel comfortable because the whole idea i was like i was like women band together we need to build a community that is a safe space for people to come and submit what happened to them they choose in the beginning i would ask like do you want to be tagged and now i just do right. everything anonymous. i just yeah. Crop it yeah it's just it's easier and for safety of everybody so smart yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and so you know from from there it, it kind of grew and uh one of the women who were who was stalked um she actually told me she's like i'm with the officer right now <gasps> wow yeah it was like the next day yeah um, you know he had asked her to come in um and so you know it was that morning and she's like do you want to talk to him i was like yeah meanwhile i'm still pushing out his email you know his contact right right, right. and um and she's like, yeah. And so that was in the morning when she was going, I talked to her, you know, through, of course, through Instagram. And she said, he wants to talk to the, this person. And she had screenshot it. And it was a picture of um, an arm with bruises. And it was someone on this Facebook page who had said, yeah, this guy followed me. Oh, grabbed wow. arm. I mean, so, yeah. so she contacted me to say the officer wanted to speak to the person who had been bruised by this man. So I reached out to the person who had sent me the screenshot. Oh saying, my God. And then she said, yes. And so she asked her if it was okay to give me her contact information. And she said, yes. Then I reached out to her and said, do you want to talk to the officer? Would you feel comfortable? Oh my gosh. And like, do you need support? Do you want me to be on the phone with you? Do you want me to talk? You know, awesome. And so, and then she was like, I'll talk to him. So we connected him because the, the thing was with the police officers is they, they had so many complaints about him, but they needed ones that would be enough to get him off the street. I, I remember yeah. say, saying that too, complete. where they needed to actually physically touch him, I think, or touch touch whoever he was coming after for it to actually, you know, right. count. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, it's that assault piece. I right, guess. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and then the same uh, woman who, you know, had said, like, I'm with the officer. She's like, do you want to talk to him? I go, absolutely. So I speak with him. And he go he he says that the, the page is a great idea. And he he literally said he goes, Yeah, he's like, when I got to work this morning, he's like, I had about 10 emails. He's like, I don't know what you did. He's like, but I have over 50 wow. in my inbox right now. Oh my God. Like, and we're gonna try to contact every single person. Um, I'm like, okay, great. That's fantastic. I was like, Can you keep me updated? And so then he kept me updated. And the thing is that 
I'm realizing, yeah. So he called me later that night. And this is one of it's our, so was one cool. of our, like the topics we wanted to touch on. It's just I, how you work in conjunction with the police. I mean, you're and, really acting yeah. as a liaison, as a partner to them. So great. And they're re like how receptive they were. That's incredible to hear. That's what I was surprised about. He was like, Great idea, and it helps with them too because you know so many comments come in and DMs that say, "I didn't call the police because they don't they don't care," or they and it's like, no, they actually do care. And if enough people complain, then they have enough to go off of. I mean, we're all we're guided by this you know rule book of the law that they can't just go and arrest someone based on one person saying this guy got in my face. But if he see people, then there's some some if they're more compelled to find some that they can get him yeah there's a pattern there yeah yeah so I guess he you know the officer and um I guess his partner someone else in the department like spoke with so many women and then um by the end of the day um they had him in custody wow uh they told me that they had him on like over a million dollars you know bail so he wasn't leaving wow issue is, is so they have him and they have but they didn't tr fully charge him yet or whatever the situation was so you can't like talk about it publicly mm -hmm. so then the next so i think actually i think that was the end of day one you know the monday night it's incredible <laughs> by wednesday, i think by wednesday um so then the officer um i said okay well you need to tell me when i can when i can you know tell it on my page and this was like nine or ten o'clock at night when he called me and the next morning eight thirty, i texted him and I said, do you have an update for me? He called me. He's like, I just got out of the shower. He's like, yes. He's like, um, he basically said that they need to speak with more women and basically um, that he doesn't have their phone numbers. He's like, so I have, he's like, yeah. he's like, they tell me and then they tell me their story and they don't leave their name. Sometimes they're not, they're trying to be anonymous, but like the police really just need to know yeah. like your name and your phone number so that they can contact them. And then the people like who they need to bring in, they would go in. Um, but anyway, so then like he was fully charged and held and then, um, and then, so we basically helped catch him in That's 48 incredible. hours. That is amazing. That's incredible. Oh my God. How validating to you that you did the right thing by yeah. opening this page. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it is. I, it, it really emphasized that we don't have a one-stop shop for no. people to come and all come together in one spot. Cause I, you know, it's funny cause I had someone reach out and say, Hey, I could help. What if we had different watch out Philly pages for each neighborhood? I go, no, that's the issue. That's too much. That's yeah. such a great no. point that like, I'm like, you live in one spot, but those people who are causing all this hect like chaos, they go throughout the entire, entire, you know, Philadelphia, South Philadelphia, like Steve Diddy had reports in Old City, Renton House, South Philly. Like I, like all over, people would be like, "This is when, it, this is where it happened," and it was all. He was everywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And they're so, so far apart, or so. It's like the type of thing. I got in an accident one once. Somebody <laughs> hit me, and it was literally on the intersection of three counties. And so I ended up having three. It was back in uh, the suburbs. I had three um, police officers come until the correct one came for the right side of the road I was on. And so it's that type of thing too. Like even- There's jurisdictional Yeah, stuff. yeah. Like if you're on one side of the road or the other, like it shouldn't matter. Everybody should be kind of in, involved and aware. Right, exactly. So that's where I knew like we had to have one for Philly. And even then like people are like, well, what about the suburbs? I'm like, listen, Cherry Hill Mall is better <laughs> to drive to than King of Prussia. Yeah. Yes. Like anything that's around our area that people need to know about, 
I'm more than happy to post in a story, right? Especially if something is urgent, like, have you seen this person? Right, right. Yeah, no, definitely. That's so important. Oh my gosh. And that's so good that you could find a way to kind of round it all up into one spot and make it a one-stop shop. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it was funny because my boyfriend like is like two in the morning and I'm just like responding. He's like, can you just go to bed? I was like, no. I was like, (laughs) oh my God. Yeah, I would probably not sleep for like two days or whatever. Just, I don't know. I, I very much love true crime and that type of thing. So this goes into that vein a little bit. Um, and so I just, I would be so obsessed just hearing these women's stories and just, yeah. And also when people reach out and they're telling you something so personal, you don't want so much time between when you respond yeah, to yeah. them on the hook. Because then again, it'll discourage them from, they're like, well, they're not even listening or they didn't get right. the message. And I didn't want that. Like in the beginning and even now, like I want to respond. I want to, you know, thank them for submitting, tell them if I'm going to ha- be able to post it or not, you know, or just, you know, a lot of people are like, you don't have to post it. I just wanted to tell someone. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So did you ever like, now, meanwhile, feel free to also withhold this information, but um, I know I personally have been like harassed, you know, grabbed, whatever, by um, different kind of lovely Philadelphians. And that's really painted a picture of like, wow, there's an issue here. Like there's a problem. It's very me too, you know. Um, But like, have you ever had an experience like that that sparked your interest in doing this and defending these people? Oh yeah. All the time. I mean, even now, every time I go go running, like there, this was the other day, um, this guy was like looking at my friend and I running and he goes, like makes this like lip like disgusting sound yeah. like staring at us and I go I'm like what the fuck are you looking at you know what I mean <laughs> and, he, and he's like, like taking a bath I was gonna say did you catch him off guard yeah I hope Literally, so yeah and then I was like oh I should have taken a picture of him and put it you know like yeah, that's you're seriously things that are just like how why does he think that's okay right I, I, yeah why? and they shouldn't no no it's like I I literally I get blown kisses like there was a guy that was standing outside the bake shop I was minding my own business walked by he, he goes blows me a kiss and I'm like what that's disgusting and everyone saw everyone was watching and I'm like how is that and then and then you think did that really happen right oh of course and it's something like that that it it doesn't seem significant Mm -hmm. but if it affects me the way like if it affects me negatively the way that yeah feeling like violated like that's something not okay exactly Exactly. And then of course, yes, there's other people who like have followed me too close who no one, thank God, knock on wood, um, has like grabbed me on the street or anything like that. But I am also the first person to stare at them and watch them and like give them the death stare to hopefully (laughs) intimidate them. Yeah. Not approach me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which is crazy to think like these kind of tactics that women especially have to develop like, you know, just thinking about like, oh, and I, again, like I live in a very safe area of Philly and everything, but just, you know, different errands and stuff like that. Like, do I really want to go out after dark at a certain hour? I got to carry my pepper spray, like stuff like that. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I would go running early in the morning and one time my boyfriend goes, carry your, he's like, carry your mace. And I was like, what? He's like, he's like, I don't know, just carry it. And I'm like, and I literally, I came back and I had a discussion with him after, and I was like, you know, the one thing that men don't realize is like, when you go into a parking garage, you don't look at what cars are parked on either side of your car, mm-hmm. right? Um, you don't, 
you don't continually look and see is someone like following you too close. Like all the time, at least once a week, I'll be walking and someone will be just too close behind me. I will just stop and hide and I will let them go. And if they look at me funny, I'm like, go ahead, just, just go. Yep, like yep, it may yep. not be intentional. They may not be paying attention, but I'm not going to put myself in a precarious situation, try to avoid it at all costs. But it's why do I have to do that? Like why, right. why, why do I have to be worried? Is someone going to violate my personal space, say something inappropriate or sexual or touch me? Right. right. And that's, and, and it's all women. I, I have yet to meet someone who has not had a negative interaction with a man on, you know, in the streets or at any point in their life. I think I did a poll on Watch Out Philly um, that was like, have you ever been, you know, experienced street harassment? And then the next question was, did you say something to that person? Yeah. And it was like a majority of people, yes, they had experienced it. And a majority of people did not say yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the inherent issue is if every woman who, uh, you know, experiences a negative interaction on the street from someone that is completely inappropriate, you know, that if everyone said no or drew attention to it in some way, instead of just like looking at the funny and walking away, hopefully eventually it would change the way that the society looks at those type of incidents and people who commit them, who knows, go to jail. You know, I don't even, I don't know what, they're going to be punished in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's, yeah, just the public. Well, no, even just like the public shaming, you know, because people, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's funny because like you say that, and it's literally just like your page, like you were saying, where women kind of didn't know that they weren't the only ones out there being victimized by some of these individuals. And it's just like, you know, voices in mass obviously have a bigger effect. Completely. And a team feeling like you're part of something, feeling like it's not, it's no shame to come out. I had two incidents, which both of which you know about, um, where I was like actively assaulted. Um, But if there had been something like your page back then, I think I would have been much more, you know, prepared to report that, prepared to talk to somebody like you, who's not, it doesn't seem as big of a deal as a cop or, um, you know, somebody who's just actively investigating like another right. woman, I think that's so great that yeah. you can come to these people as another woman, as like a mm-hmm. sister and, you know, they can feel free to approach you and it's a lot less intimidating. Yeah. 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 And then I, cause I always ask people whenever they describe it, I'm like, would you have a picture of this person? Did you contact the police? Cause it's good for me to know a little bit of background. Sure. Um, cause if there's more than one person, then it's like, okay, then I can connect them. Um, like there was actually a situation, um, where um, one of the incidents, there was a guy, um, it's the old Kensington yellow backpack incident. So I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So side note, so I I realized um, after the Steve Diddy incident that I reported on, I was like, okay, okay, he's in custody. I'm sure there's going to be more now. And then what happens if these timelines overlap and there's multiple, like crime doesn't happen, you know, in a row. So right. so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to create a unique identifier. So when this, people- this yeah. is again, one of our, Another yeah, yeah. Cause smart. I thought that was so smart. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I honestly, it was just to organize everyone's DM. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Like, <laughs> about, um, cause a lot of them are similar. Like a lot of them are like, yeah. a guy exposed himself to me. He masturbated in front of me. He followed me. He grabbed me. He got in my face and he wasn't wearing a mask. Like that's a, one combination yeah. of things. Right. Up on a silver platter in my dms so um so for the old kensington yellow backpack someone reached out they're like hey 
I, you know, this incident happened to me in January. When you first started this page, I really wanted to submit it, but like, I just, I didn't, but now I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. But she's like, but it happened in January. So I don't know. I was like, well, no, let's still figure it out. I'm like, you know, we're going to let like these kind of stories die down. I'll post it tomorrow. Cause I want to make sure that I don't overwhelm mm -hmm. the community. Um, if anything is ever imminent danger, absolutely. That goes yeah. out, but something mm -hmm. that, you know, I try to space it out so that each story gets enough time where people have the opportunity to read it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that don't feel overwhelmed and that they then, you know, hopefully to reach more people. Right. Really smart. Yeah, thank you. So for the old Kensington yellow backpack, um, that one, you know, that guy had followed her home up to her apartment, exposed himself, and then she like, you know, got away. Um, the police have like pictures of him, but they like, there's not a lot that they can go off of, right? Right. So I put it out there and there was another individual who reached out and said, it looks like the same guy. He was wearing a backpack that was similar and similar clothes. She's like, but I don't know. I was like, you don't need to know. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. to oh, that's so <laughs> important. That, yeah. Exactly. Like, it's not up to you. You just yep. report it. I go, because what the police can do is from a legal perspective, go and pull footage. And yep. there has been so many times that people DM me and said, I got there too late. The police, like the tape was overwritten every two weeks. So they didn't get it. So that's why I'm like, just put it out there. Just yeah. go you, if something ever happens, immediately report it to the police and then let them investigate, let them do their job. Um, but for this one, um, so I had reached out to the original submitter who told me about the, you know, the Ken old Kensington um, yellow backpack incident. And I said, do you have the information of the police officer that you spoke to, the investigator? And it's actually a special victims unit. Okay. So she sent me a picture of the card when she got home. Um, and I like asked her, I was like, would you mind? I'm going to ask the other individual who thinks that she had a similar incident. Like, can I connect you guys? I go, because if anything, you guys can talk to each That's other awesome. about corroborate. Yeah. Cause the other girl, the woman, um, she, I guess was on a subway, but so she, uh, she had, you know, this guy, she was in a car alone and he came up to her, he exposed himself and then he started jerking off to her and then he ejaculated all over the car. He broke <gasps> her, she pushed him away. Like, it's disgusting. That's yeah. Horrifying. Like, disgusting that he wouldn't be taken off the street immediately, right? He didn't report it to police, right? And so it's the embarrassment. It's the, mm -hmm. you're the only one. It's that mindset of what they'll not, they can't do anything. They'll never catch him. Mm -hmm. Like, I my, I, my goal is to create a safe space where everyone comes together and I can help them reach out to the right people and I can help the investigators not have to like what are they gonna do put a you know sos out to the community have right. right like this guy clearly like has issues right which we'll get into right the aspect of mental health in a second yeah. but like yeah. this like it, it happened so anyway so she spoke to the police officer um i think the the next day and she was like well but before that she was like well what do i like what do i say how do i do this i go what i would recommend she's like do i email him do i call him i go what i would recommend is you email him you introduce yourself, you say how you got his information from the, um, from this page, but also from the right. uh, other woman who had a similar incident. Right. Oh, and then I go, you already wrote out what happened to you, copy and paste it. Yep. Put it in the email. Don't have, don't rewrite it. Don't, don't do it again. It. Yeah. Awesome. Copy paste it. I go, but make sure you leave your phone number. So right. Call you. Cause he probably right. wants a statement. I go. And then if you have to go in, I go, let me know. I'm more than happy to come with you or whatever support you need. 
just let me know. And she's like, yeah, she's like, if I have to go in, I would want someone to go with me. I was like, not a problem. Just keep me updated. That's, that's so great of you to do. I, that's on top just of incredible. Your job. I mean, that's just yeah. awesome that you're able to like set that time aside know that you want to do this, know that you're out there to help. You're going to make a difference. And you'll be that person that they can rely on to have like a shoulder or just a crutch to go in with. I mean, yeah, just being alone is so, that's so intimidating. Like, yeah, you're already, like you said, experiencing this, these emotions of embarrassment and, you know, fear or whatever. And to have somebody there that, you know, is invested and cares is incredible. And also sometimes it's hard to like tell your friends things because you don't want, like yeah. if you it's already, you don't want to tell a friend who may tell your other friend and then right. they're like, why didn't you tell me? Why'd you tell? Like it becomes a whole thing. Yeah. Totally. So to tell like an unbiased party who is just there to support in whatever fashion they would need. I want to be an advocate for someone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like I, I could stand up for anyone else except for like myself, right? So like when you get <laughs> to the situation and sometimes I've like tried to teach myself, I'm better at like, my negotiation skills, things of that sort. But like other people, like I can speak on their behalf and I, if you ask any of my friends, but I've always had this kind of passion to be someone's advocate, to help them out to like whatever they're not good at or like whatever situation that they're in, like being able to effectively communicate in a way that will ultimately benefit them, right? Like I've always wanted to like help. And so because of that, like this page kind of, it's like, it's something that, like I, I enjoy, like I enjoy being able to be that one to figure things out. Um, but also like people are very candid when they DM me and then I can ask questions if I need more information. And then like, literally like there was like a person, a woman who sent a picture about this guy outside of CVS. Um, and then this other person said that there was a guy a block away from that CVS. She said outside the doggy style, third in market. So the CVS is second in market. She's like, he was peeing, urinated, whatever, he was peeing with his dick in his hand. And she's like, and then he proceeded to like follow me and like jerk, like motion and jerk off. And I was like, and she went to the cops and the cops couldn't find him because he had walked away by then, by the time they showed up. And then I posted about it and like, I got trolled so bad saying they're not the same guy. That guy outside of CVS. Really? Yeah. They have nothing but nice to me. But but then there were people who were like, no, that man has been aggressive towards me. Oh my God. And then someone else responded to the DMs and said, hey, just so you know, like I noticed the comments are back and forth. Like there's this same, there's an old city page, I guess, where people are also back and forth about him. Okay. Yeah. Like someone even had the audacity to say, oh, he never goes down to that doggy style. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, oh, sorry, one block away, he never goes. Yeah, and the best part was, I even had a, a man DM me and say that he's never had a, ba- a negative interaction with him. Oh, shocker. Oh, really? Thank you so much. I go, it's, 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 that's the inherent issue as well, is that men yeah. don't understand that women are just treated differently yeah. by these, by these well, suspects on the street. And it's terrible because like, I have to use words like allegedly suspects, yeah. Like, yeah. right? That whole like libel, libel yeah. or whatever. Of like, course. Which that's, I'm, that's kind of like tied into like, how do I get the word out without, without. That's hard. Yeah. Like I, I would be a little bit worried. Yeah. Like you're saying in that situation, because you don't want to get yourself into hot water by saying the wrong thing and accusing someone. Yes. Which is why I always like, I mean, I don't make anything up. I screenshot what people send me. I'll, I'll put an explanation or like TLDR, like too long, don't read. Like if things are like, um, just really descriptive, 
Um, but then I also say like this information is out there. It's up to you to figure out what you do with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's, that's the smartest way yeah, to do that's it. The best way to do it. Yeah. And jumping off of that, I mean, how do you decide when a certain perpetrator or, you know, alleged suspect, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> is worthy of a full-fledged nickname, identifier, whatever you want to call it. Like what makes it rise to that occasion? And it is tough. And, you know, there are some people who have reached out and, and like, submitted um, things about, like, boyfriends, ex-boyfriends. Um, there are a lot of women who are, who are in or were in unhealthy relationships. I mean, gaslighting yep. is prevalent a lot, you know, where, you know, everything, you know, no matter what you say, a guy could lie and turn it around on you somehow to make it yep. your fault that he lied. Um, and then of course there's always just, you know, situations where they're dating someone and then, you know, the sexual experiences become a bit more aggressive than they had wanted, but they didn't say no, but they didn't say yes. And it's, you know, blind line. Right. And yeah. so like anything where it's, where it's like a solo experience, where like it only really affects one person. I'm very careful not to kind of put that out there. Yeah. It is to warn us others about like what's happening actively on the streets of Philadelphia, right? Yeah. What's in public. So I, I typically, if it's more of like a domestic violence situation, I mean, I feel for the people, but I, I can't put it out there to say, Hey, right. don't date this man. And so I'm like, listen, I could tell you all day about my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> and there, you know, there was a situation where um, someone was a psychologist who, um, you know, there were some allegations against him and the individual who reached out to me actually like is going through, like reporting him through the court system and also the, um, whatever the board system is for um, psychology. Oh, license. Yeah. Like your, yeah. 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 And so, um, but then like, I guess his supporters kept DMing me saying, this is just an ex-girlfriend. And, but the thing is someone else had reached out to me and said, I yeah. think it happened to me. I know this guy, is it him? And he, she said his name and I go, yes. And I, you know, and I said, okay. So that's what made me post it. I, was, oh, I posted yeah. it, that's what made me keep it. Um, there was a situation actually where I posted about a certain um, incident. The original submitter asked me to re remove it because the guy, uh, the the suspect's lawyer reached out to her. And so people wow. can be scared about it, but here's the thing. Yeah. I had like 10 or 15 people. Well, that's the thing. If you have truth on your side. I exactly. But because she was the one who initially reached out to me and she didn't want to be connected to it. Yeah. I just yeah. It. Um, sure. but people ask like, whatever happened to XYZ story? And I just say, you know, there, you know, it was just some legal aspects that came out. Um, and the original submitter asked me to delete it. Wow. That's so interesting. That is. Yeah. That's just crazy to think about. Like, I don't know, being in that position and making that judgment call. Cause that's what I was assuming too, was that you probably had to have like corroborating accounts. Yeah, and I ask a lot of questions. Um, if when if it's reported by a news um, station or mm -hmm. something like that, and I can just share it, I'll just do it. That's e you know that's an easy thing. So like the Temple student who got jumped, for example. Mm -hmm. um, like I'm like, well, that happened super close by. Let me put it out there because right. if people saw it. You know. Um, 
And then, you know, it's interesting because people on that one, people started saying inappropriate and, you know, interpretively like racist things. Sure. And I shut off comments. And I, you know, things are happening so fast. I'm getting so many DMs. Oh, God, yeah. Someone, two people actually DM'd me about, they're like, they're like, thank you so much for what you do. I know you're trying to create a safe space, but like there's people who are saying some racist things and inappropriate things on this one post. I'm like, can you, I'm like, which one? Let me know. It's like, I, I was like, let, you know, let me look. Yeah. And I looked and I was like, what they're saying is not productive. So mm-hmm. I, I edited the post. I said, I'm turning off comments in here. This is a safe space. No more comments on this page. Good and for you. Yeah. Like, Cause I'm not, we're not here for that. Like we're it's here not what it's about. Yeah. It's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So speaking of the psychologist or psychiatrist and all that, um, you had mentioned earlier that you wanted to kind of get back into the mental health aspect yeah, of things. I think this would be um, interesting to touch yeah, on. Yeah, what do you think, I mean, what do you think is wrong and what do you think the cure should be? I mean, is this yeah. a societal thing? Is this just a mental health thing? Do we think COVID's making it worse or better? I mean, what's your interpretation of what you've seen? Right, so... You know, it's interesting because sometimes people will respond and say, oh, this person is, has mental health issues. And then, you know, my response is, well, that's still not an excuse for Mm -hmm. them. Right. But then it's like, whose fault is that? Is it society? Is it the system? Right. Both of those clearly failed. Um, I mean, deep down, I think anyone who thinks it's okay to you know, street harass, sexually harass, harm, touch, get too close to someone in their face, scream at them, any sort of that behavior, if you think that's okay, you have to have, there there has to be some underlying issue, right? Whether it's mental illness, like you don't have a bad day and then immediately go get in someone's face and grab their right, right. right. masturbate on them. Like, yeah, yeah. You're not like, I'm not like flashing my boobs around just like, you know, you had a bad day. Like some random guy walking on the street, like really shouldn't be flashing his dick and masturbating. Exactly. So exactly. You know, it's, it's a fine line. Cause I, I mean, I do not have any background in psychology, psychiatry, sure. that however, from just an independent uh, opinion of myself, I honestly think that there are people out there that do have mental health issues that the background could be drugs or alcohol. It could just be abuse of their own. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of people who were sexually abused as children who therefore in turn like emulate the cycle. Exactly. And if it was a perfect world, you know, just like, um, you know, you're supposed to get an annual checkup, right. And like your doctor requires you to do an annual checkup so that, you know, if you're ever sick, like you're already in the system, right. All of those things, girls, like we have our you know annual OBGYN appointment. I think we should have an annual psychology or psychiatrist or counselor meeting. I love that. Yeah. I have never like, even thought of that. And I, I think that is so smart. Like, I love that idea. It should be just one time a year. And then, cause the hardest thing is getting started, right? Yep. Yeah, hardest exactly. Thing, how do you know what's like, how do you know if, do you want a psychiatrist or a psychologist right. or a counselor or a social worker? Like, how do you know who to talk to? How do you know if you're going to mesh with them? Well, what if you don't like them? How right. expensive is it? Does your insurance cover it? Right. Yep. And sometimes you just need, you know, everyone has, I think, you know, everyone would benefit from having an unbiased party to talk to about whatever is going on in their lives. There's so many individuals who are on Lexapro, Prozac, like anti, like the anxiety medication, you know, they all, you know, you need to be able to vent to someone someday. Right. And so I think if everyone just had that open door, you know, just like you have to find a primary care physician, you know, 
have an HMO policy versus a PPO policy. Like you have to have that. Yeah. So you should also have to have a psychologist, right? Or you should be assigned one, right? Based on your area, you can pick man or woman, whatever you're comfortable with, right? right. And I feel like if we just gave people the opportunity to meet once a year with a psychiatrist and then like maybe they're like, okay, you're going through a hard time right now. Let's meet once every other week for the next six months and see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that we, we would be able to, you know, even just getting coping mechanisms, they can teach us how to deal with our thoughts and behaviors. And like, there's so many people who are ADHD, OCD, right? So obsessive thoughts, things that you can't concentrate on, like, how, okay, so how do you know how to help combat that? I mean, right. like, reading books, like sitting down with someone, getting advice from an unbiased party. A professional. Yeah, no, exactly. And you know, you could, there's some people like, well, this is a mental health issue. It's like, okay, well, the mental health issue is one thing, but then these right. people who are doing those things on the street does not make it okay. So we figured exactly. that out. And it's, you know, there's a guy who, uh, the Seeger uh, Park case uh, incident that I reported about, um, he's going around punching people in the face. Love that. Which is just insane. Yeah. People punching in the face, women, men, anybody. Yeah. And I'm like, who, ha- who has not punched back? He's going to punch the wrong person and get yeah, shot. You're totally right. Face. You're totally right. Like, I'm like, and you know, he like punches, walks away. Like I, and the thing is the police are not actively like, they were not actively like going after him. And like, there was a point where someone posted, they're like, they're pointing, like if this was on nextdoor.com, she's pointing and they're in the background. He's sitting on the street. She's like, this is him. I told the police, this is where he is. I don't know where they are, but they need to come get him. Like wow. she literally right there and he had punched people in the face. And there's wow. another individual um, from uh, November 27th. Um, what did I call it? Oh, acne attack. A guy who was dressed in, um, you know, he was buzzed hair, combat boots, rolled denim jeans, um, bomber jacket, punched a member of our community, like a woman in the face and then walked right into acne. The cops came, she, he, they followed him into acne. They talked to him. Um, and it's because, so she didn't have a mask on, but she was adjusting her like headphones and trying to get it. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. So her I, mask was down. It wasn't even, it was on, but it was down under her chin. Like, she right. Cause she was getting herself together. Yeah. yeah. No one was around her and he right. just punched her in the face and screamed at her to wear a mask. Put your, uh, you fucking fat fascist, put your mask on is what he said to her. And then walked away, she, but she like goes really because she thought she's like, do I know this? Per-? Like she was just yeah, so he was approaching her. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. like, um, and then he you know lunges towards her. So I guess he had said, "You fucking fat fascist, put your mask on first. Then she goes really, and then he turned around and then he punched her. And then she um, said she's calling the police, and he comes at her again. She almost backs up into traffic on Gerard, <sighs> and turns around and walks away and goes into acne. Yeah, the police went supposedly got his name um, and then ultimately uh, said they couldn't do anything about it because there were no witnesses. And because they didn't witness it, because the police said, because the police didn't witness it, they couldn't arrest him, even though she could identify him. So basically her word doesn't mean anything. So basically you have to be walking around with a police officer 24 seven. Exactly. You want something to happen. Exactly. Like, how is that not a huge issue? And I guess like the yeah. acting manager there was super nice, got her an ice pack and like, she's standing yeah. there with people. And then like, and then uh, the guy, she like witnessed him yell at this other man. There's like young guy, like while he was going into acne, he yelled at this other guy to put a mask on with the explosive of course um and she just yelled at him put a mask on just listen to him because she didn't want that kid yeah to get punched in the right face. yeah right but <sighs> it, it just it's, it boggles my mind that the like 
she got punched. Why would the police pull some sort of security footage? And that's what I was going to say. Like, I, you, in today's day and age, you have to think that you're on video 24-7. All the time, yeah. Yeah, and especially in a city, there's going to be, there's got to be some video yeah. footage. And this is in daylight. This was broad daylight. And oh, so, my God. She has pictures of him. She got a video of him walking away. She's like, I really wish I got would have gotten his face. Um, but the whole thing is like, there's clearly a video of whatever yeah. happened because it was outside. Right. And there's all those businesses. So outside of an Acme. Yeah. Like close to even just like these big commercial, you know, bunch stores or whatever. Registers. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you don't have money for a lawyer, like, and you, and the police aren't willing to take it yeah. to the you're stuck. attorney, right? You, you're stuck. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, that made me angry. A lot of these posts are just based off. I mean, it all, I created this page based off of the fact that I was pissed off. Yeah. And every single time that, you know, one of these comes up, I'm like, we got to get them. Like, it just really like this, we're going to do this. So meanwhile, so that whole story about the acne attack um, just reminds me of a whole other line of thought, which is victim blaming. And I just wanted to know, like, is there, have you experienced anybody who has sort of, or just backlash in the form of, all right, well, it was this woman's Well, fault. she was, yeah. She deserved it yeah. for where she was she shouldn't have, at night yeah. or what she was wearing or anything like that. Yeah, so a lot of the comments that we see are more so, well, I saw that guy and it didn't happen to me. So, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I said, you know, I, I posted, um, I can't find it, but basically what it was is just because it didn't happen to you, doesn't yep. discredit that it didn't happen to someone else, but yep. also doesn't discredit that you had a positive interaction with that person. Right, mm -hmm. right. Everyone's situations are valid, but just because it didn't happen to you doesn't mean it didn't happen to somebody else. Yeah. So yep. I found that a couple times. Um, I feel like the victim blaming a lot of times it's self blame. It's more yeah. so. It's yeah. more so, well, like I shouldn't have done that or I should have crossed the street. It's like, no, you shouldn't right. have to cross the street. You no. Like, you should be able to walk and not get punched in the face. Exactly. Right? And like, yeah. yes. So there was, um, well, so there's uh, a skateboarder. There's the, um, he would aggressively, um, you know, approach people. He'd be on a skateboard right. like, pretending he was lunging at you. Right. Um, he even like, I guess, tried to grab like this, again, homeless guy. Still don't know if he's homeless or not, but tried to grab right. food on his hand. Right. So just was someone who like, like, was acting very inappropriately. But again, was he breaking the law? Was he not breaking the law? Right. right. And now he's antagonizing, but he's not necessarily touching anybody. Right. It's yeah. Physically hard. It, it, which is just crazy. Cause again, I go back to the Stephen Diddy videos yeah. that we've seen. And it just like, it is so scary, especially the first woman that, um, she has like a bigger dog, the white dog, and she tries to get away from him, walks away from him. And you can see kind of like her fear as he continues to approach her and continues to like come towards her. And it's, it's just like, there, it's not okay. I, I just, I, I can't believe that there's nothing that you can do when it's, you know, they put, haven't put hands on you, but. Yeah. So the uh, Steve Diddy 
ended up getting charged with stalking um, because there was the one woman okay. who actually was the one who connected me with the officer that day. Um, she was in there speaking to him because she had he had followed her a few blocks and would not stop talking to her. And there was a group of women. Um, so she went up to the group of women. They were older than her. And like she pulled one aside. She's like, this guy's following me. So they're like, oh, you're going to Ulta? Well, I'll go to Ulta. So they started walking together. And the guy kept following them and harassing all of them. That's oh, my God. One lady turned around and be like, get the F away from us. Like, to freak out at him for him to like be like oh okay and even then i still think he like continued to follow them and then they called the police wow so he has no fear and that's the thing right like, okay does he have no fear because he's crazy or does he have no fear because he's a narcissist complex like i don't know but it also doesn't matter because it's like if you're still this willing or able to intimidate all these people yeah. even when there's a group of them when there's or a dog that's a the dog. thing because yeah again going back to all the things that you know women, women are to told to you know get a big dog because that'll be intimidating and he comes up to people and i know there have been other people like the skateboarder that you were talking about approaches people specifically with dogs it seems like right and that guy, the skateboarder, I will say, so that skateboarder, I had a lot of people reach out that actually said, men and women that also said, I went to high school with him. He actually really? comes from the family. Yeah, that, that they think that he has some drug issues, some mental health issues, of okay. course. Um, and then, uh, so, but they said, but, you know, they're like, now that you're reporting on it, they're like, we're actually trying to find his parents so that we can let them know that he's doing these things. So, like, they were, at, and to get him help, because they were actually, right. like, trying to band together with some of his closer friends, because, you know, I literally was like, does anyone have, like, people, I literally said, I was like, does anyone, like, there are people who know him in his inner circle, like, is there anyone that can get him help? Right. Yeah. People kept saying that they knew him. And so, you know, I liked that someone was like, yeah, we're, we're connecting from kids from our high school to try to figure out if we can help him, which is great. That's like um, the yeah. ideal situation. And obviously your aim isn't, let's figure out the worst possible scenario for this person. Right. I mean, clearly you just want what's best for that you know, the person and the greater good. Right, exactly. And so whether it's like, you know, getting him like mental health treatment right. you know, or like getting him off the streets and then figuring it out, like I'm not exactly sure what the end result should right. be, but I do know that whatever it takes to stop the harassment, I'm worried about those people that are being harassed, not yeah. the harasser. Like my yep. is on those people, but if yep. you turn, it means that he could be rehabilitated and like get the help that he needs that would be great um yeah. and then i get told about that people are like well it still doesn't you know he still doesn't you know give him an excuse to antagonize people i'm like well, i didn't see that i just said, yeah that's right. not that's <laughs> what i'm, I'm saying, saying the opposite of that yeah i'm like no it's just great that okay we found people who know him this is great and right. you know i saw him actually in the park um eating chicken uh like just sitting eating chicken and like he had some friends come up to him like it seems like he like you know not a care in the world people. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, it's so funny. Like, he commented on the, the post. Like, someone told him about it. He, like, found our page. He commented on the post uh, with one Instagram handle, and then he deleted that, recommented on the post with a new Instagram handle in which, you know, there's pictures of, I mean, inappropriate, not inappropriate things, but, I mean, you can go to his page. You can see um, it. And, yeah, yeah. And then, um, then he ended up DMing me. No. Yeah, he DM'd the page. I think he said something along the lines, this is the saddest Instagram I've ever seen, Instagram page I've ever seen. Yeah, he's like, this is the saddest Instagram page I've ever seen. Yeah, okay. And I literally wanted to be like, do you need help? Like, can, how can I help you? Like, yeah. what? Like, you're reaching out 
Right. But like, I'm not, I'm not going to engage in that. I'm not going to engage. In that uh, yeah. That's a hard line too. Is like, right. yeah, yeah. And, and that's a unique situation where even, you know, the individual is reaching out to you, right. you know, like, yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> that. I did not expect that. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, there he, there he is. And it was on his new Instagram, but he doesn't know that I know that he has his old Instagram and that I know both of them. Right. So yeah. Wow. Oh my God. So like, I mean, so many of these different stories, we just like talked about the different ways in which like women try to protect themselves and try to come up with these tactics. And it's almost like a second job, just trying to figure out like, okay, if I do this, that, and the third, mm -hmm. like maybe I won't get assaulted today. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you've kind of learned from running this page that is like a rule of thumb or, um, just like a way that something you do that makes you feel more comfortable, you know, when you're like walking around the world as a woman. Yeah. Well, because I think, I think like you're saying too, obviously victim blaming is not the answer. Right. But on the flip side of that, this sounds awful because a but is, there's no but in that. Right. But, <laughs> but, you know, women, at least just to feel more comfortable, like I was saying, you know, having your, your mace on you walking, you know, around a certain hour and stuff like that. I think the message of your page also is about empowering women to just have the knowledge of, okay, this is out there. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So the, you know, um, I always say a member of our community, right? So anyone that follows our page or DMs me, like I'm trying yes. to build this community of a safe space and a platform mm -hmm. to, you know, spread these, uh, you know, bits of knowledge about what's happening. Um, so someone had DM me the other day who let me know, like, hey, do you know about the L'Oreal Paris campaign? And so L'Oreal Paris um, partnered with Hollaback, which is um, a non-governmental organization um, that basically is spreading the word about street harassment. Oh my um, God. Yeah. And so they actually, they posted uh, training for, you know, those who either are, have experienced street harassment or to know what to do when you see street harassment. Cause it's kind of like a partnership, right? So mm -hmm. I think all of us have seen a woman, you know, okay, listen, back when we could drink at bars, you know, going to ladder 15 and like looking like that girl looks very intoxicated. Is she okay? And you're like, should I say something to her? Is right. that kind of her friend? Should, what should I do? Right. And so, yeah. um, and so for this, you know, I think that, you know, the solution really has to be, we need to feel comfortable speaking up when something inappropriate happens to us, but also when we witness it as well, because that person yeah. may not feel comfortable, but if someone else calls it out for them, right. Cause then they team it up, you know, our tagline is, you know, we are powerful in numbers and that. Yeah is just when we band together if, like if you were sexually assaulted and you don't want to talk about it if you hear about that person you know sexually assaulting somebody else then you're like wait a minute let's talk and then let's right. say it's a person then like then you guys would feel comfortable banding together to then go out about and like report it right and right so it's all about finding that connection if it is also the same person um then being able to feel comfortable reporting it so we all watch out philly only um you know, follows two people, Philly police, so that hopefully they're seeing our posts, uh, yeah. just in case. Um, and then it's I hologram and they're, 
thing is holla back with the exclamation point. So the, the Instagram page is I hologram. Oh, found uh, it. Okay. Oh my gosh. And they have, you know, 5,000 or so followers. Um, but basically because they partner with L'Oreal, they're able to like get out there yeah. and you know, the five D's that they're you know promoting is distract the perpetrator, delegate by asking some help for someone for help, document the harassment, direct by speaking up and delay by comforting. So it's all about, you know, you know, either, you know, distracting them to something else, right. You know, if you see something like going up yourself, if you don't feel comfortable getting a man to go up and try to distract the situation. And then it says document the harassment, like take pictures, take video, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing. Cause yep. it's like, he said, she said, and yep. no one would have thought anything about Steve Diddy. If we didn't see yeah. the video, yep. yes. that's what it took. And so you know, it's, it's, I mean, everyone has an iPhone. Everyone knows immediately how to swipe up and have your camera ready. Yeah, so, like, right. So that's why once I realized seeing all of, you know, the same reports about the same guy in, you know, for the Steve Diddy case in, you know, Facebook next door, Instagram, yeah. all these different mm -hmm. pages and stuff. I'm like, okay, this is why watch out Philly needs to be the one-stop shop for mm -hmm. anyone to report things they've seen. So everyone always has one place to go yeah. um, because you do, we all see the same people all the time. Right. Oh yeah. Right? right. And so if you see someone and then all of a sudden you see that person that you see every day and someone's reported that they've had a negative interaction, then you know, not to go near that person. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And if it prevents someone from being in a precarious situation, mm -hmm. like, you never know what's going to happen. What's going to escalate. Everyone has a bad day. You never know. Right. Avoid it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Well, we can figure out a way to stop it or get people help or, you know, clean up the streets per se, or like, I don't know what the end result can be. Right. We really need to know who to avoid. So that's about all the time we have here with the creator and curator of Watch Out Philly. And wow, we are just so blown away by her ingenuity, creativity, and motivation to make Philly a safer place for women of all kinds. If you wanna follow her, and we strongly suggest you do because she is going places with her amazing ideas, you have to just go to her Instagram at Watch Out Philly. And if that's too much work for you, you can come to our page at Betsy Boss Podcast and follow her using the links that we'll post. Say you knew her when. Get in while she's hot. Get in while she's just working from the ground up. She already has amassed an impressive number of followers in a very, very short amount of time. I'm sure she's gonna just blow up from here on out. We can't wait to see what you do next. You have blown us away, inspired us, and really transformed what women in Philadelphia use to get informed about what's going on in their area and to go through life in a more aware and safe manner. Thanks so much for being here and thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Betsy Boss Podcast. If you'd like to find us online, our Instagram and Facebook are at Betsy Boss Podcast. Our Twitter is at Betsy Boss Pod. Our website is BetsyBossPodcast.com. And if you'd like to email us, we are at BetsyBossPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. 